Welcome to the Citizens Youth Sermon Podcast. We are a ministry of Northwest Gospel Church and a community of students who are learning to live for Jesus. We meet every Wednesday at 7 p.m. To find out more, visit nwgospel.com slash citizens. What's going on, Citizens Youth? Sam here, and I'm excited for another online gathering with you tonight. And so we're continuing our sermon series called Unfinished, and tonight... I want to begin with an icebreaker. If we were in the room right now, in our gym, you know, I'd probably have you guys stand up and just have some family chaos as we move around and ask each other one question. And so the question I'm going to ask you tonight for an icebreaker, it's an oldie, but goodie, all right? It's a classic icebreaker. It's, it's in the hall of fame of icebreakers, if you will. Uh, this is a question that we were even being asked when I was in youth group, okay? And so the question that I want you to answer is this. If you were stranded on a desert island, and you could only bring one object, what would that object be? All right, maybe you knew where I was going. Maybe you saw our Citizens Instagram this week and you already had a head start. But I want you to think about it. I think it's hilarious that we never ask this question and we say, hey, you have all the time in the world. You have a huge U-Haul or a big suitcase. Whatever you want to pack in there, what would you bring? No, no, we say one item, right? And you have to decide right now in this moment, what is one thing that you would bring to a deserted island? Is it a deserted island or a desert island? Maybe it's a deserted desert island. I don't know. Spoiler alert, there's no dessert on a deserted island. So if any middle schoolers were confused about that, do you have it yet? Have you told the person you're watching with? Have you told a parent? All right, let me share with you some of the most common answers that I've received to this question. If you only got, well, you only got one thing. So here's the one thing. Number one, cell phone. Probably not a surprise that that was the most common answer. Uh, Too bad you can't bring two things on a deserted island, right? A cell phone and then a cell phone tower. Yeah, didn't think through that one. Uh, Second answer is video games. Okay, so maybe you're on a switch or something, something battery operated. And so at least for three hours out of the rest of your life, (laughs) you'll be able to play video games. Uh, Next thing is a car. Okay, don't know if there are roads on this island, but the car was what we would bring. Uh, a volleyball, that was an interesting one. I like that, little sand volleyball action, 1v no one uh, on the island. And then uh, last but not least, two answers here, a weight rack and a Pilates mat. All right, you gotta keep that six pack if you're gonna be living on a beach alone for the rest of your life. And so we, we can laugh at these answers, right? I can sit here all day and poke holes in your guys' answers, but we understand that that's not the point of this question, right? We ask questions like this. We, we use this icebreaker because we're trying to figure out what is important to you. Perhaps we'll hear an answer that even tells us what is most important to you. What do you think life is all about? And so these answers, they, they kind of give a glimpse into our hearts. They, they reveal how we would fill in the blank. What is life? What is life all about? What do you point to and you say, this is the most important thing in my life? And so let's look at those answers again, okay? And this time, let's not poke holes in them. Let's just see what they might show us about someone. So, so for the person who says they're volleyball, Again, we know that there are no nets on a deserted island. They're not going to be playing uh, uh, much with anybody else. But we know that this is a person who values their sport, maybe the competition and the level of success. And so here's a person where they may say sports is life. That's important to them. 
For the person who said their cell phone, we know that this is a person who values connectivity. And for them, their friends are important. Friends is life. Maybe one of the people who, who said cell phone, they're not thinking primarily of their friends and their connection to their friends. They're thinking of their influence for their followers. And that cell phone represents their platform and their influence. A person who says video games, we know that there's someone who values fun. For them, fun is life. For the person who says their car, it's not about the driving, it's about the freedom. It's about their independence, and that's why they chose that one. For the person who says their weight rack or the Pilates mat, obviously, this is a person who values fitness. And so these answers, again, they give us a glimpse into each other's lives. They show us how we fill in the blank. And so my question for you today, students, is bigger than what's important to you. What I want to know for the next few moments is what is most important to you. What is the thing that you look at and you say, this is life. That is what it's all about. How do you fill in the blank? And that's the title of my message tonight, students. It's fill in the blank. You've got to fill in the blank. That's what we're going to do tonight. And that's what I want you to do. You need to fill in the blank. And so for the next few moments, I'm going to give you an answer. I'm going to show you from the Bible a really good answer that I think will go really nice in your blank. And I hope that you understand this. I hope you hear it and internalize it. Because as you get this, everything else will take care of itself. And so let's dive right in. We're going to continue where we picked off last week, where we dropped off last week. Verse 18. Check it out. Yes, and I will rejoice. For I know that through your prayers and the help of the Spirit of Jesus Christ, this will turn out for my deliverance, as it is my eager expectation and hope that I will not be at all ashamed, but that with full courage, now as always, Christ will be honored in my body, whether by life or by death. For to me, to live is Christ. So there are two things that we're going to see today. One about life, and one about death. And the first thing that we see about life is this. Life is about living for the one who saved you. Life is about living for the one who saved you. We see how Paul fills in the blank right off the bat, right? He is in prison, and the things that he's thinking about are not his followers. He's not thinking about his social media influence. He's not thinking about how much money he has in the bank or if people like him. No, no, in this dire situation, as he is sitting in prison, those things aren't life. That's not what's most important important about him or in his life. No, no, in prison, he reveals his primary hope. He reveals his primary goal for his life. And it is this, that Christ will be honored. That's his goal. That's what he's thinking about in prison, to give Christ honor. What does it mean to honor someone? Well, the definition of honor, it's pretty simple. It's to magnify. It is to make much of someone to hold in high regard. So Mulan, her, th- th- their hope was that Mulan would bring honor to her family, bring honor to us all. And so honor, right? To, to magnify, to make much of something. Think of it like this. When you walk into a museum, where is the artwork? The artwork is not in a cabinet that you open and you try to find it. The artwork is not stuffed away in some dusty corner. 
The artwork is placed high and lifted up on a wall so that everyone could see the beauty and the worth of that artwork. We are giving the artwork a position of honor, okay? And so here we have Paul and he says, I want to live to honor something. I want to live to magnify and make much of, not of artwork, but of Jesus Christ. You see, his overarching purpose in life, the goal that gave everything else direction and meaning was to point to the one who out of love came down from heaven, offered forgiveness and grace to you, taking your place on the cross so that you could be reconciled to God. And that story right there, as simple as I can say it, that story is full of beauty and worth. And Paul says, that's what I want to honor with my life. That's what I want to point to with everything that I am. To say it really succinctly, he says, for me, to live is Christ. To live is Christ. How do you fill in the blank, student? We see how Paul fills in the blank. He says, for me, Christ is life. Simple answer, right? Christ is life. How do you fill in the blank? How would you answer this question? What is the point of your life? You know, some people, they're going to look to you and they go, dude, this is too deep. You're too young for this, right? Like, you're just a kid. You'll figure out those things later. But students, what I'm talking about today, the questions that I'm asking you are questions that will shape the rest of your life. Let me give you another illustration. What we're doing today is this. Do you know how they form metal? Do you know how metal can, can be made into these ornate shapes and, and massive structures? Well, let me tell you. Metal, it melts. And it actually can become liquid, molten hot metal. And so what they do is in these huge vats, they will heat up the metal until it is glowing liquid. And once it's liquid, now they can pour it and shape it. But before they get to that point, what they need to do is they create metal casts. And that's the most important step because before you can pour liquid, you need something that can capture it, that can contain it, and can shape it. And so you have your cast. You have this, this foundational structure. And once you pour the liquid in, the liquid metal, eventually it will cool, it will harden, and it will be set. And the shape that it will take is the shape of your cast. And so you know you better have that cast right. You see, students, what we are doing today is you are creating a cast. You are creating a framework by answering these questions into which every part of your life will be poured into. Your teenagers, I understand that. And it can seem like this is, you know, so far away. But if you wait to create the cast until you have the hot metal, it's too late. And so this question that I'm asking you is the cast. The way that you spend your life, the career that you choose, the person that you marry, the way that you will build your family, the way that you will pursue all of these other things in your life, those things will be shaped by this framework. The most foundational thing that you can do is fill in the blank. Fill in the blank. How do you fill in the blank? You see, Paul's answer was super clear. He's like, hey, for me to live is Christ. Christ is life. Simple, but it's not easy. It's not easy at all. 
And so this is why Paul says what he says in these verses. Look what he says. Living for Christ isn't easy. It takes courage. He, he knows that living for Christ is the cast. He knows it's the framework, but he says, Lord, I need courage for that framework to stand. His hope, his prayer is that he would not be at all ashamed. His hope, because living for Christ isn't easy, his hope is that in a moment of uncertainty, in a moment of doubt, in a moment of pain, in prison or difficulty, he's saying, I'm hoping that in that moment that I will have full courage. Lord, may I stand for Jesus even in my imprisonment with an unwavering, unashamed courage so that Christ would be honored either by my life or by my courageous death. You see, students, people are going to challenge your framework. Right now, maybe in a safe environment, your home and you have youth group friends, it feels like this is a no-brainer, but your framework will be challenged. When you grow up and move out into the world and you tell people Christ is life, you will be laughed at. You will be mocked. You will be heavily criticized. And in that moment, may your prayer be what Paul's prayer is, Lord, that I will not be at all ashamed. And I'm praying for you, Lord, may these students who choose to honor you, may they choose to live for you with full courage. And so Paul was pretty courageous. He was in prison and yet he continued to honor Christ. And I want to show you the secret to his courage. Do you want to see it? Do you want to see what the secret to his boldness was and what inspired and fueled his courage? Well, we see it in the second half of our text. Check it out. For to me, to live is Christ and to die is gain. If I'm to live in the flesh, that means fruitful labor for me. Yet, which shall I choose? I cannot tell. I'm hard pressed between the two. My desire is to depart and be with Christ. For that is far better. But to remain in the flesh is more necessary on your account. Convinced of this, I know that I will remain and continue with you all for your progress and joy in the faith, so that in me you may have ample cause to glory in Christ Jesus because of my coming to you again. I told you we're going to see two things, one about life and one about death. And so we've already seen, number one, life is about living for the one who saved you. And now number two, death is about seeing the one who saved you. You see, Paul, he has two options here. He's sitting in prison. This is a difficult situation. And he ponders his two options. The first, he says, if I am to live, that's an option. If I'm going to continue to live on this earth, then I'm going to continue to honor Jesus because life is about living for the one who saved me. But then look at his other option here. He says, if I'm going to live, I'll do that. But if they kill me, if they end my life because I live to honor Jesus, well, then you know what? I'm going to depart and be with Christ. Now, hold on here. Don't say, aw. Don't say that would be sad. Paul says, no, no, no. Don't, don't mistake me here. Like, that would actually be far better. You see, if I die, I get to see Jesus. If I die, I get to be in his presence every moment of every day for the rest of eternity. And so Paul, he's like, man, that would actually be better. Ugh. I'm kind of torn here. And the reason why he's torn is because he's in what I call a win-win situation. 
If I live, I win. If I die, I win. Ah, so I don't really know what to choose. You see, we don't usually think like this, right? We think to live is winning, to die is losing. If you were to die tomorrow, you would be thinking about all of the things that you haven't done yet, right? You got goals. You want to get married. You want to get a license. Maybe not in that order, right? You want to have a family. You want to build a career. You want to see the world. But you see, Paul, he's not thinking about all of the things that are uh, left unchecked on his bucket list. Paul knows that whatever the world has to offer, all of the pleasures, all of the experiences are nothing compared to seeing Christ. But we don't think like that, do we? You know, actually, I had one friend who did think like that. And I'll tell you about my buddy, Gino Roncone. And so my friend Gino, we were in college together, and a couple of years after graduation, Gino was diagnosed with an aggressive form of cancer. 23 years old, man, the rest of his life to live, and my buddy got diagnosed with cancer. And so, you know, over the next seven months, he's going through treatment. He's going through the, the hospital visits, those long car rides, the nights where he's feeling exhausted. And again, every 23-year-old is going to be thinking about all the things they haven't done yet. But this is my buddy's testimony. Listen to what he said on Facebook. He said in a public prayer, Lord, I'm 23. I got dreams. I got goals. I got things that I want to accomplish in life. But if this is my time to die and this thing takes me, I'm ready. His grandfather, over those seven months, would drive him back and forth to the treatments. And his grandfather said this in an interview. He said, I've never seen anyone go through seven months of suffering like he did. He was without complaint. You see, just like Paul, my buddy was facing death courageously. And do you know why he faced death courageously? Because he had a win-win situation. And do you know why he had a win-win situation? Because of the way that he filled in the blank. He had seven months of treatment. And then he stopped. They thought they had it under control. And then two months later, nine months into his diagnosis, he died. But guess what? On the day that he died, he won. He won because he was in a win-win situation. As a matter of fact, he is still winning right now as he is sitting in heaven face-to-face -face with our Savior. See, it was a win-win situation because of the way that he filled in the blank. And students, when you decide that Christ is life, when you decide that living for Jesus is what life is all about, you cannot lose in death. It is far better. It is far better. When Christ is life, you can't lose in death. It's a win-win. When Christ is your life, when you fill in the blank with him, you can't lose in death. You see, Paul, he ends this section and he's going to tell us, he tells the Philippians that he is convinced that he's going to continue on. We got a win-win here. And he says, I'm pretty sure that I'm going to live. I'm pretty sure that I'm going to remain and continue with you all. At some point, the Lord made clear to Paul that his time wasn't done yet. He had a lot more ministry to do for their progress and their joy in the faith. And so he's going to live to see another day. But even if he didn't, even if it was his time to go, what then? Our boy was in a win-win situation. Because when Christ is life, you can't lose in death.
And so students, I'm going to end with the question I asked you earlier. How do you fill in the blank? You don't wait until you're in your 30s to figure this out. This is a question that every teenager needs to answer. What is life? What is the most important part of your life? How do you fill in the blank? You see, there's a lot of ways for you to fill in the blank, students. There are a lot of pursuits that you can go after with your life, but every single one of those pursuits, when death comes, it's game over. Sports may feel like it's the most important part of your life right now, but when you die, sports is over. It's win and then you lose. You can pursue fitness and your looks and your image, but when you die, it's over. Your friends, you think friends are the most important thing in life. My followers, my platform, my influence. When you die, it's game over. You see, there's only one pursuit. There's only one answer to this question that doesn't end in death. There's only one answer that you can give to this question that gives you a win-win situation, and that is following Jesus Christ. Because if you live, then you honor him and you live to draw the world's attention to his beauty and his worth. But when you die, you get to see the one that you've been living for all along. You see, students, when Christ is life, you can't lose in death. Live for Jesus. Fill in the blank. Fill in the blank today and put Christ's name there. Let's pray. Lord, we just thank you for all of the the wisdom and the truth that is contained in your word. Even just a few verses, Lord, it gives us enough to chew on for hours upon hours of time. And so, Lord, I pray for these students. They are being bombarded with potential answers to fill in the blank. But, Lord, would you make those pursuits, would you make those answers become stale in their mouths? Would you help them to see them for what they really are, shallow and empty pursuits? Father, I pray that they would pursue you with all that they are. I pray that they would fill in the blank with your name, that they would fill in the blank with your glory, that they would fill in the blank with Christ. And Father, I pray that wherever they go in their lives, no matter how long their lives are, they would experience the goodness of having the win-win situation that is following you. For to me, to live is Christ and to die is gain. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Love you, students.